One thing that a lot of people miss when they are trying to get people interested in their product or service is they might be promoting their product or service to the wrong people or to an audience that is too broad. They might say, hey, my product or service is great for anyone between the ages of 18 and 65 years old, when in reality, the people who really need their product or service are between the ages of 25 and 35 and are females and live in a certain area. So it's really important to narrow down on who your product or service is really meant for. This is Marketing of Today podcast brought to you by Davsia X, the place where you get working marketing strategies to build your businesses and personal brands online. Hello and welcome back to Marketing of Today podcast brought to you by Davsia X. And on today's episode 107, I am still your host, Arabella. With me here is Anna Acosta, and she is a passionate and devoted managing director at Ugly Mug Marketing. She's passionate about helping business owners build predictable marketing system that is consistently producing leads and sales from private clients to social media masterclasses. On this episode, we're going to be talking about lead generation strategies your competitors don't want you to know about. Thank you very much for joining us on today's episode, Anna Acosta. It's really great having you here. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Okay, so diving down into today's episode, please, before we move forward, what is lead generation? What do you think lead generation is all about? Yes, lead generation is oftentimes a need that businesses have, whether they are trying to grow their email list and find potential customers or for service-based businesses like a heating and cooling company or things of that nature. They might be wanting to find new customers to sell their product or service to. And so it becomes really important for businesses as they are working on growing and scaling their business and uh, again just trying to find those new customers okay so in a layman term is it safe to say that lead generation is just the ways you try to get new clients to purchase your goods yes okay okay so this is just like another way of saying sales making sales in your business yes pretty much (laughs) okay but what is the difference between lead generation and sales itself because now sales is you actually selling the product but lead generation i think to my own perspective is like you getting the clients to even get interested in your product before they move down to the next stage which is sales right i don't know yes that's as an expert it's all about all about attracting the target customer, finding the right people who are interested in your product or service um, so that you can build a relationship with them and then sell to them. Okay. And I know so far so good. You've been into digital marketing for a long while and And, you know, working at Ugly Mug, you must truly understand that it's really difficult to get people to get interested in your product, especially if you're doing it online. It's so hard to convince people. How do you think people should actually convince people to get interested in their products? What are the methods or tactics people can use? Yeah, I think one thing that a lot of people miss when they are trying to get people interested in their product or service is they might be promoting their product or service to the 
the wrong people or to an audience that is too broad. They might say, hey, my product or service is great for anyone between the ages of 18 and 65 years old. When in reality, the people who really need their product or service are between the ages of 25 and 35 and are females and live in a certain area. So it's really important to narrow down on who your product or service is really meant for. Or if you're someone who's already in business, looking at, okay, who are the people that regularly come into our restaurant? Or who are the people that regularly visit our website? Is there a trend? And taking some time to study that so you can make better decisions about your marketing. Okay. Okay, so the first off, if I understand correctly, you said they should figure out who their product is meant for. That is like locating your real target audience, the people who really truly need what you have to offer. And Mm. the next one you said is about, you know, monitoring and understanding, or should I say monitoring how well these people are actually doing it or how well they're actually patronizing you. Now, since we're talking about online marketing and online business and, you know, marketing, digital marketing generally, that would be like monitoring your analytics to see the kind of people that use your products and people that visit your websites and your social media handles. Is that it? Because yes, because if those are the people, if we look at those analytics and we study who's coming to the website and who is adding to cart and actually completing a purchase, well, then we can try to go find more people that quote unquote look like the people that are coming to the website or look like the people that are actually checking out. Um, If we can find more people like that, we'll find more paying customers, not just people who are kind of surfing the internet and just not being serious buyers. We want to find more of those serious buyers. Okay. I think that will save a lot of time and effort and all the energy you use to try to get someone who is not interested in your product. It will save so much time for those business owners. Uh, But then there's something else I would like to know. Is there a, a particular difference or should I say, is there a difference between business to business, like B2B lead generation and business to clients generation, B2C lead generation, if that even makes sense at all? Because I don't know, when you're trying to make leads between business owners, like business to business? Is there a different pattern for both of them? Yeah, I think it can depend on the product itself or the service. B2B, in my opinion, lead generation works best on platforms like LinkedIn, for example. But again, it really depends on what it is that you're trying to market. Um, B2C, we have to think about where are customers spending their time digitally? Are they on YouTube? Are they on Facebook? Are they on Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat? And we have to be intentional about where we're going to be spending our time or allocating our advertising dollars um, so that we can make sure that we're using them wisely. Because we don't necessarily, for B2B lead generation, we don't necessarily need to be on Snapchat per se, but maybe it's really beneficial for us to be spending our time and resources on platforms like LinkedIn or Twitter, depending on your industry okay that's great okay guys down to the regular stuff a quick message from official sponsor skillzonia brought to you by davzx hey are you wondering what skillzonia is all about exactly well let me tell you 
Skillzonia is an online learning and teaching marketplace brought to you by Davzia X for individuals and businesses in Nigeria. Skillzonia is Nigeria's number one destination for teaching and learning creative skills online. We're also a massively open online course website where anyone is free to create and promote courses that they are masters at. And users can also take courses to earn credits towards technical certification or just to pick up and improve various job-related skills and also learn skills they are passionate about. To learn more, visit www.skillzonia.com or sign up for an online class from experienced instructors today. Okay, so Anna, back to the major topic. It's really great having this conversation with you. But now let's move down to the major thing I've been dying to ask since we started this podcast. And that is actually my major target for today. I would like to know, Anna, as a professional digital marketing expert who has been the managing director at Ugly Mug for about five years now. And congratulations on your five years anniversary, by the way. Thank you. Okay, so I would like to know, what are those lead generation strategies competitors don't want other business owners to know? What are those things that actually work? Yeah, so at Ugly Mug over the last five years, I've worked on developing what I would call a 10-step checklist or a 10-step framework for generating leads specifically on Facebook and Instagram. And we have seen success with these 10 steps being implemented in various businesses with heating and cooling companies looking for new customers for coffee shops looking to grow their uh, email list and many others. We also utilize this for lawyers and attorneys that are looking for new clients. So here are the 10 steps. Step number one is determining who you are selling to. So just like what we talked about a few moments ago, making sure that we really understand specifically who our product or service is for and who how they are going to benefit from it. Step number two is finding out where and when they spend their time. So when we were talking about the difference between B2C and B2B, that's where this comes into play. So what platforms are they hanging out on, as I like to say? And and okay. when do they spend their time on those platforms? Step okay. number three is to research and develop an irresistible offer. And the tool that we like to utilize for this is the Facebook ads library. And in Facebook ads library, you can see any ad running across any country at any time. They must be actively running uh, for that specific page or organization, but you can kind of go and spy on your competitors and see what people in different markets are promoting. Step number four is creating a plan of action and plotting out the customer journey. So this is where we draw out on a map for example, once the lead comes in from Facebook or Instagram, then what needs to happen? So do we need to send them an email? If so, who is going to be responsible for sending them that email? How are they going to send them that email? When do they need to send them that email? If we need to follow up with a phone call, same questions, who, how, and when. Okay. Then step number five is to build out your custom audience in Facebook ads manager. So we're going to go back to looking at our notes from step number one and determining how to plug in that information into Facebook ads manager so that we can target that very specific audience. 
Step number six is to write a compelling offer. So this is where we go back and we look at all of the offers that we saw our competitors running or people in different markets, and we create an offer of our own that our target audience just can't say no to. Okay. Then step number seven, we produce what we like to call scroll stopping visual content. So we want people to stop scrolling mindlessly on social media, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or even LinkedIn, we want them to stop and we want to get their attention. So in order to do that, we use a tool called Canva and on Canva, you can create graphics, but you can also utilize and take advantage of their stock video. And that can be a really great tool for people who are just just starting out with their business um, and may not have the resources or the expertise uh, to utilize platforms or tools like Adobe Photoshop or anything in the Adobe suite. Okay. Then step number eight is to automate. So our team loves to use the tool called Zapier. This helps us automate and take out some of the busy work of downloading leads and then sending them to our clients or for our clients to download the leads and then have to disperse them to their team. We set up these automations so that everything gets sent to the correct people automatically or automated messages can then be sent to their customers as the leads are coming in. Step number nine is to then launch your campaigns, but more importantly, to measure them and having a goal in mind of how many leads you want to generate so that you can determine if your ads are working and if you need to go back and change your offer or potentially change your graphic. Then step number 10 is to do just that. It is to pivot as needed. So sometimes our graphic doesn't really make our target audience stop scrolling on social media. We need to revisit it or test some different images, or sometimes our offer isn't as compelling as we thought it was. And so we need to be willing to change the offer itself. So those are our 10 steps in our checklist for generating leads on Facebook. And we utilize the lead generation ads tool within Facebook um, in order to help our clients grow their email list or to get these new customers. Wow, really impressive. Honestly, I think this says it all. Like, I think no one would definitely have a problem when they use this 10 steps because you talked about starting from scratch, like knowing who your target audience is. And according to you, you said is to determine who you are selling to. And you also went further to say to know where and how they spend their time. This is actually like monitoring the algorithm, like we said, and using your analytics to know when these people uses this platform and how they interact with your content. And then you said the third step is to research and develop an irresistible offer. I think a lot of people fail to understand that the content is the major goal. A lot of clients out there are looking for something that will wow them, that will actually make them more interested in what you have to offer. So you have to go the extra mile by creating some kind of attractive thumbnails and, you know, pictures, graphics, and so many other things like that. So I really, really love this strategy 
strategies and they are perfect. So if I am not mistaken, you said number five is to build your custom ads on Facebook, right? Yes, that is correct. Facebook manager. And then number six is to create a compelling offer, write down a compelling offer that would make people want to just look at that ad and take the next step with you. Number seven will be to produce a scroll stopping content with Canva, or you can use other tools too. But yes, this saves you from paying for those professional tools like Adobe Premiere, like you mentioned, and other tools like that that are out there. They're definitely professional tools, but starting up with the free ones would save you time and will also give you more time to learn and you know, perfect whatever it is you're doing before you get ready to dive into the payment plans and some of all this huge um, platforms and tools like that. So another, this thing I would suggest aside Canva, if I am to suggest personally, Anna, I don't know, is I think Figma. Figma is also free, right? People can also use Figma with Canva. I don't know. Have you ever tried it before? Have you ever no, used I've, Figma before? I've never heard of that before. Yeah, it's also a tool like Canva. It's good but the only advantage canva do have over figma is that canva here it's mobile friendly you can use canva on your phone you can use it on your pc but figma is strictly on laptops alone and i don't think it has a mobile phone version yet i don't know but you can definitely use it on your system okay so number eight is to automate with this tool you call zapier is there like a payment plan for zapier i don't know anna yes there is a payment plan for zapier Zapier. Um, okay. I believe it's $19.99 US dollars uh, per month. Okay. Well, for someone who is looking for professional touch, I don't think that should be too much to invest into your business. Like we always say here on Marketing of Today podcast, there is no investment on marketing that is a waste. It's just you have to keep trying and keep trying until you get what you want. Number nine, Anna gave is to launch your campaign and set your goals right. You need to understand what it is you want to achieve and how you need to achieve this. So number 10, which is last but not the least, personally, I think is to monitor and re-strategize. And I explained something about checking out the campaigns, seeing what is working and, you know, removing those ones that are not working and replace them with something that will work. So that is just in a simple term, just monitor and re-strategize whatever your plan is that you've been doing and you will be good to go. Anna, thank you very much for this 10 strategies. I am sure whoever that is listening to this right now is going to definitely see results and we'll come back to thank you in the future. Yeah, okay, thank you so for having me. I hope this is helpful. Yeah, it is definitely helpful. And I will definitely love to have you on the show in the future to give us more digital marketing strategies that can help people. Okay, so this is Marketing of Today podcast once again. And we are officially at the end of today's episode. We hope to see you next time on this episode. Same time, same place. Catch ya. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Marketing of Today podcast brought to you by Davzia X. We're sure you found value in this. Use the comment section to ask your questions and share your ideas with the community. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to this podcast to get notified when we publish new episodes. If you need further assistance, contact us on plus 234 
and visit our website in the description box below for more resources based on today's episode as well as to get new episodes that will help you get success in digital marketing.